What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kazen Plus One. I'm your host, Samuel Manunda. Look good, bro. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you. I don't want any of you to die. I don't want anybody here to die with dreams. Go for it. And then, if it goes amazing, kudos to you. Take the pat on the back and keep moving forward. If it sucks, be accountable and be like, you know what, I was wrong. It's, I'm sorry yeah. to have Guys, I know it's been a second since I've been back on the pod. To be honest, I've just been in the dirt. I've been in the, I've been grinding. We've been in the trenches. As you guys know, if you guys have been following along with the journey, uh, Rocky and I started a, a music company called Sixer Studios. So we launched that last month. We launched our first marketing campaign. It's been a lot of late nights. It's been a lot of grinding behind the scenes. A lot of footage that hasn't come out yet that's going to come out to YouTube. But that's the reason I've been off the pod. But now I'm back and I'm happy that I'm back with a banger. Today's guest is someone very special. Somebody I've been somebody I've been watching for a second now, you know, operate. And from the surface, it seems, seems like he's an amazing guy, a motivated person, somebody with a lot of charisma. I relate to that a lot. So um, he's an entrepreneur. His name is Apilin Daba. And I'm just gonna let him do the rest of the honors. How's how are you doing? <laughs> Yo, Apile, what's up, my guy? Are you good, bro? I'm amazing. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. That introduction was crazy, eh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I'm at home, bro. This is my zone. This is my zone. Nah, lovely stuff, bro. Thank you for having me onto your show. Um, it's nothing short of an honor. You're doing amazing work and you reached out to me and, you know, we're about to make magic happen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I'm excited. I mean, before we even get into, uh, like, what is it? that you do and stuff like that i yeah. i called dm'd you on instagram you had no idea who i was bro and yeah, yeah. like i get it bro when you're in the grind it's, it's a lot of activity everything's happening at the same time why did you yeah. agree to why did you agree to do this uh so man look i i do a, a, a lot of that stuff myself you know i know how it feels um to to be the guy on the other end receiving the no you know i as much as i've made my my strides in business, I still get no's, you know, and it's just, I don't want to be that person who gates keep, is gatekeeping for other kids, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to like, make sure that everybody eats and make, like, if I'm able to help you reach out to me and I'll, and I'll do that, you know. That's great, bro. I appreciate it. And I'm, and I'm excited for this. I feel a lot of organic love. Your pitch and your pitch was good. Yeah. My picture. Your, your, your pitch. Oh, my pitch, my pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I said, bro. I came off a whim. It was at like 1 a.m. and I was just feeling inspired. I said, bro, i got to do this. Now's the time, you know? And it worked out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, Apile, a lot of the people who know you from social media, um, you've branded yourself very well, actually, as Africa's greatest entrepreneur. Yes, yes. Right. Yes. And you've started a company a uh, luxury streetwear brand as you call it called ap originals yeah yeah when yeah, did you yeah. find when did you found that was that when you're 17 years old no 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 that was ap originals was a concept that came about in about um i was 14 14 mm. yeah so i took like i had just gotten into high school and when i got into high school i was you know um, my dad had always taught me how the movement of money, you know, I should always understand of money and he, like that, that's how that came about. And then when I entered high school, we had a market day the year, the year before. And then 
I started selling suckers because I was like, yo, you can make so much money. Uh, yeah, and then I branded the suckers AP Original Suckers. You know? All right. So, and then grade eight, grade nine, I was making like a thousand rand a week. And I was like, this is, this is money. Right. right. But by the time I was like grade 10, I was like, I need to give people something more tangible. You know, that's what I needed to make this thing an actual brand because I was already AP, you know, I'm, I'm already AP, like, Hey, AP, you know? And then people, mm. instead of calling the suckers, like pin pops, they'd be like, EP or rich, like where's the ah, original? Okay, okay, okay. But it was still like Aldo suckers or monster suckers, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I had to create something more tangible, something that people can grab, you know, like this garment, bro, it's timeless. We can why fashion? Uh, the brand could have been anything. Why why did you go into fashion? Um I think subconsciously, the way that my dad raised me, um is, is is like I was always dripping, you know. My dad thought I'd have like a self self um um self like a low self esteem, right? So he always yeah. dripped the craziest clothes, like Lacoste. Like I was like, what? I was the fattest kid. I was wearing Lacoste. I was wearing all of these brands, and you look good though. Pardon? You look good, bro. <laughs> thank you bro thank you you know so i was really fat as a kid though so ugh. um so i think unconsciously that was the reason but consciously i just um was looking all around me and i felt like there was nothing that could represent this this was like this was the platform for me basically this was the platform for me ap originals was like this is how I'm choosing to start, you know. Okay, okay. You wanted to taste something. Pardon? You wanted to taste something at like a higher production level. Yeah. So I, I just, I just wanted to see the name AP Originals on something. It wasn't. Okay. I'm, I always tell people that I'm actually not a, 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 like I'm not into fashion. I'm not like I'm a creative entrepreneur. Like okay. I'm not a creative designer. You know what okay. I'm saying? I'm a creative entrepreneur. So from the suckers, because even the suckers could have been anything, right? So from yeah. the suckers, the fashion, I just wanted anything that could have my name on it this time. I was tired of yeah. selling Aldo suckers and rebranded in people's head as AP Originals. I just wanted something tangible. And once I knew that I had something tangible, then that was going to be the platform for me to create more businesses. You know? Once I can I prove what is it called? The proof of concepts. Once I can prove that I have something tangible. Yeah. You know? And then people will start recognizing and start wanting AP originals. And then they'll be like, who's the founder of AP originals? No one can say, oh, who's the founder of AP original suckers? Because the, the name of the founder is right there. It's Aldo suckers, you know? Mm, mm, mm. And that's exactly what AP originals is. I you get know? you. Yeah. That intuitive sense is sick, and I, and I actually I get it, bro. The fact that you took something that was branded as something else, you decided to sell it under your thing, but then you you branded it as Apile, and yeah. you put it out to the masses as something completely different, and you made it mean what you wanted it to mean. That's something yeah. I completely understand, bro. My my entire thing is is brand at scale, just brand. 
And yeah. I feel like this segues perfectly into the next thing, which is as someone who has like that intuitive sense for brand, what made you then want to get into marketing? This is this is actually this is the real conversation that I actually really want to have with you, bro. Yeah. No, yeah. Digital, like digital's been here for a second, but in Africa, a lot of the businesses this side haven't woken up to that reality. So merging with like your background in just basically your mindset and the way you're thinking about branding things, what what prompted you into getting into digital marketing, starting a, an agency? Um, look, once, um, you know, when I was in matric, um, I didn't get too much time to spend on AP originals as I, as I, as I wanted to. Right. Mm, um, and you know, I realized that, oh snap. And I was like, AP originals, it could be making money. Like the type of person that I am, like I was, I looked at AP originals like, okay, cool. It's, it's good. And people mm. know it. And like I'm kind of happy to deal with it. I'll come back when I ha I know the potential I can actually put in the company, right? Okay. So I'm in matric and I produce one or two garments. That's when the stuff really started flying, right? So okay. background, right? And then I just wanted more. Like people were wearing it, but I wasn't getting as much money as I wanted from it, right? Okay. And I obviously I was watching a lot of people, and I came. <clears throat> Named Pete Fogden, right? Um, this was like, I think February, the year after I finished school, so 2021. I met okay. the guy, um, and I wasn't happy with how much money AP Originals was making. I wanted more money. I met Pete. He told me if he gave me, he basically gave me a blueprint of everything that he has done because his company turned over. 1.5 million in revenue 2020. Okay. Is that Rands? Yeah, that's Rands. What what does he do? Um he he's he he, he had a he had a digital marketing agency. Um, okay. um and he was based in Cape Town. Um okay. now he's doing a bunch of web three stuff. You mm. know. Okay. And we'll get into that later as well. <laughs> so so yeah, I meet I meet Pete, right? And once I meet Pete, sweet stuff. Um, he gives me a blueprint of digital marketing, copywriting, and he says, AP, um, if you do this properly within three months, well, pff, shit, excuse my language, but you'll be making tons uh, of money. Don't worry, we're we cool here, bro, we're cool. <laughs> um, like, you'll be making tons of money, at minimum okay. rand a month. And I was like, okay. no way. And then I got into digital marketing like that, and then, then I fell in love with it, you know? Mm, okay. So, that's how I got into digital marketing. You know, I had no name for it at the beginning. Um, the name came about because, yeah, I'll explain the name. Uh, but then the name came about like once I got my first client. I had no name before that. I was just asking clients to work with them. You know, do their um, content advertising and stuff like that. What What is that? What is that entire process like? Like you're you're you started a new agency and now you want to get. Or your first client to like prove yourself that you can actually have them as a retainer. What? How did you go about that process? How did you find the first client? And who was it? Was it was it Food Park? No, no, no. It wasn't Food Park. It wasn't Food Park. Food Park was my. I can say a whale client. Okay. They're paying over ten k a month. Okay. So no, that was my first whale client. Um. So my first client 
um, was a company here in Peter Marisburg, KZN, um, that I was buying AP Originals um, material from. So the material that was going to be made for AP Originals used from that shop right so what i did is i built a relationship because i knew that i was about to pivot mm. uh I, I knew that i was about to pivot from ap originals to 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 digital marketing i i wanted to make his social media better so i i built a really good relationship with him you know okay. I bought like eight thousand worth of material from his shop and okay. i said Look, this is what I'm moving into now. I'm obviously my business is going good on this side, but this is what I want to do for you. That was over a period of time. Obviously, he thought mm-hmm. about it. An email, a couple of emails, we chatted, and that, that's actually how I got my first client. But you know, knowing how to talk, man, you know, I and, feel you, and knowing the end goal to whatever you do, obviously. What What do you guys do? Um, is everything in house? Do you guys do paid and media? Do you do creative stuff as well? What, what so, do you guys do? So we do um, paid media, affiliate marketing. We do um, content advertising. We do content creation. We do the whole thing, you know. Okay. Um, but we're still going to niche down as time goes, you know, because the riches are in the niches. What What do you want to niche down into? Oh, man, like, oh, could be a lot. could be just like we focus on one thing, maybe like we focus on social media, you know, mm. uh, and that's are it. Are you guys, sorry, bro. Are you guys spending any amount of money in traditional, like billboards, flyers, brochures, stuff like that? Not even bro. Not even, mm. Mm. you know, okay. uh, we're not <laughs> like traditional works. I don't know. Maybe if we were in 2010, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but traditional is, it's it's out, you know. For me personally, you know, um, yeah. I was running ads like just yesterday, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, "Yo, all the people that I wanted this edge to get to, got to. Like, it wasn't by chance." And digital is just so much better, bro. Exactly, you know. So so it wasn't by chance. It's like, oh, this person's gonna pass by the billboard, maybe, you maybe. know, you know. And who's even looking these days? It's either we're talking to you, you're talking to the friend in your passenger seat, or you're on your phone or something. Exactly, you know. Nobody's you know, ready. And if you're yeah. in the digital world, you have to look up for people. You know, I don't mm. know if that. You know. Okay, yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Nobody, everybody is here, bro. And I literally shut off. Like, the time that she sent me the DM, I had just got him back on Instagram, because I delete Instagram for, like, two weeks. And, like starve myself of that shit so I can actually work, you know, on on the real stuff. I know? feel you. I feel yeah. you. As someone, this is this is something I, I want to talk about as well. As someone running a digital agency, a digital marketing agency, in yeah. terms of marketing for the entrepreneurs listening or anybody who wants to get into building their personal brand, building a business, doing something practical online. In yeah. terms of marketing your content and getting your message out there how much do you think context matters and let me explain what i mean yeah i was i was sitting in in my lounge with with my aunt who i've been pushing since before i started putting out content i said i told my aunt i said instagram reels youtube shorts tiktok she did not believe me fair enough i hadn't proved anything 
I started putting out content on my personal pages, started picking up some traction, but it, it really started to um, spiral when I started doing drop shipping. So yeah. e-commerce, and I was posting content organically on TikTok, yeah. Instagram Reels, and YouTube Shorts. And within like the first 12 days, got like 60,000 views. Organic um, people coming to the website, making purchases and stuff like that. Profit margins go from 30 to 50% to 70 to 90% because I'm not yeah. paying for uh, cost of acquisition. Yeah. And it was because of the way, and that's organic, right? And then in terms of paid media, the conversions were through the roof as well because of the way that we were doing our content. Yeah. Like if, if, if I know Apile is, how old are you, bro? Oh, um, I'm 19. If I know you're 19 and you live in Peter Maritzburg, I'm going to speak to you differently than a 57-year-old woman who lives in Cape Town, right? Yeah. And what I had said to my aunt was, we sit in the lounge and we watch TV and people are paying hundreds of thousands of rands for prime, for prime spot ads so that people can see them after the news or during a popular show mm. where when we're sitting in the lounge, it's me, an 18-year-old kid, my dad who's 51, my mom who's 40-something, my sister who's 10. And every single one of those demographics need different content. We yeah. respond to different things. So yeah. like you would, you would split down the creative into different parts and target it correctly. Like I, I just feel like for anybody who's, it's a, it's a really niche conversation, for, but for the people who use it, I think it's extremely important. In your yeah. experience, it's, I'll, I'll give you a two-part question. How much do you think context matters in marketing? And what has been your biggest realization about digital marketing since you got into the business? Um, okay, so context. Context is like, um, is so you obviously know that branding and marketing are two different things, right? Mm. So what kind of context, context is very important for both. So. Okay. With with me in in, in terms of bra branding myself and how like I literally branded myself as the greatest because that 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 worked you know I don't I don't want to say it worked but how did it work so when I said I was the greatest I was lying to myself you know at, what is at, it at at first you know okay. You know, I kept on telling myself I was the greatest until I did stuff that proved that I was the greatest, you know. Yeah. So, context and conviction are your superpowers in the game of branding yourself. Okay. I don't know if sense. Exactly. Give us some more insight about that. So, context, what you actually say, right? And, okay. and your, your material. Okay. And what and what you're telling people and conviction in what you're telling these people yeah your 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 that's your recipe for actually marketing and 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 and, 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 and going in there and going and going out there and 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 mastering the art of people right okay. so when 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 you're in a position to so what, what was the second part of your question? What is your biggest realization? What has been your biggest realization since starting this digital marketing agency in that world? Um, well, 
Uh, well, <laughs> no, like, what did you say? The world is changing, bro. You know, mm. getting crazy about the day. Um, also, if you're gonna watch this anytime between um, June, as we're recording, and July, just we're in we're in deep recession. That's what I've learned. We're in a moment of recession, and you guys can make tons and tons of money if you go into the digital world. That is what I've learned. Literally, that is what I'm learning now. I don't yeah. know much. Only nineteen. You know, people they come to me and think, right. I, you know, like I don't know, I don't know anything. And that's why I have this. So respect. No way. I, I can't say I know everything about your digital space, but I know that that's where the money is going to be for most of you guys. If you take your life seriously enough to actually try something and fail and try again, that's what I know about the space. You try yeah. today, you try tomorrow, you try every single day of your life and you be convicted in your content. You know what I'm saying? Be convicted in the things that you say and the things that you put out. Be convicted. Be, 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 be. See your stuff as the real stuff, you know? And don't let anybody say anything to you any different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Actually, I believe in that, bro. Like, believe it. The space, bro, needs you to believe in yourself because sometimes the space will be really dark and yeah. people, family will look at you like you're doing nothing with your life. Of course. Stay there because not everybody understands. Go at yeah. it. You know? I feel that, bro. Coming from an immigrant household, it's something, it's been, it's such a common theme, bro. Right now, I finished high school last year, uh, oh. 2021. Oh, is that right? Yeah, 2021. And I'm taking a gap year this year. I managed somehow to convince my Zimbabwean parents to let me take a gap year. And yeah. within yeah. that entire period, I've just been putting in grind, bro, and trying to take this year to prove that I don't want to go to university. I don't want to waste their money and yeah. do something yeah. that I know isn't going to be for me in the end. And, yeah. and like you said, bro, that conviction, you know, especially doing the things that we're doing, such as putting our content and putting ourselves out, that yeah. balance between being convicted but not trying to convince anybody. Because here's, here's, here's the cool thing, bro. If we say something about, let's say, the digital space or whatever, Web3, and it turns out to be right, in four, five, six, seven years, we get the benefit of building reputation. Yeah. So if you're if you're if you're so convicted in what it is that you're saying and you think that is true, just full send it. Go for yeah. it. Course. Go for it. And then if it goes amazing, kudos to you. Take the pat on the back and keep moving forward. If it wow. sucks, be accountable and be like, you know what? I was wrong. It's I'm sorry yeah. it happened. Yeah. And and you know, really <clears throat> think about being the age that we are right now, you know, is we're able to fail as fast as possible. You know, mm. that I've learned, you know, um, we're not always going to get it right. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm creating generational wealth from scratch. You know, from I'm scratch. not, even, you know, I'm not always going to get it right, but we're able, when you're young, you have the superpower again to fail as fast as possible because failing fast means you're learning fast as well. You yeah. know? Um, so, that's that's really like the icing on top like right now for us and going into the space that we're able to fast as possible you know if you get an email wrong you remember like you 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 pick points oh that's why i didn't get a response you know yeah. oh that content didn't go accordingly oh sh that's why this is happening this you're failing but you're failing really fast you know yeah. 
if you're not able to get a client, why didn't you get the client? You write notes down, you you go, you go, and that's the process <laughs> of being born. You have the energy to do all of this stuff, you know? There's so much power in being young right now. There's and, so much power, bro. The yeah, time is on our side, crazy. Like, and that's the narrative that people have, have completely forgotten. There's like, time is still on our side. Like, you yeah. think, like the old system was saying to you that stay in school, learn, you're going to get a job. The old system lied to you. The least you could flipping do is to learn something on the internet and actually get internet money because it's flipping real. Us, us, and we it's know. there. Yeah, us, it is. Us, oh, you know, like you're not after you get that degree. Um, kudos to the people that are trying and that are are, are, are getting those degrees. Much respect. Um, by the way, that's why it's called dropout marketing. But anyway. Um, Wait, bro, did you go to uni at all? Or did you just like not go? Drop out marketing. Ah, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Drop out marketing. That's, that's how long? How long before you you dipped? Um, I'm actually it was it's crazy because um I dipped, went back, right? Okay. Because I was in this phase of my life, so I'm currently doing a degree, UK in Okay. Uh, or like I. And I dropped out first semester because I was like, I'm not doing this stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. However, um, I went, I, like, I reevaluated some things and then I carried on. Um, and then, but like, it's been, I'm doing a Bachelor of Social Science in Government Business and Ethics. Okay. Uh, so, I'll get back to you guys on that one, you know. It's, There's it's such a... a I'm even sensing, even by the way you're speaking about this topic, I think for a lot of people, there's such a stigma around like, like we've spent the majority of this podcast speaking about the opportunities of digital. And yeah. there's such a stigma now for everybody who choose to go the opposite way. And by opposite, I don't mean non-digital. I mean someone who says like, guys, it's cool to be like, yeah, we're going to do this thing and start a business and we're going to do that because because it makes you guys happy, but I want to be, I want to be, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a lawyer. I want to yeah. be a doctor. You know, those options are definitely still available. Um, yeah. And, and, and uh, like, I, I, I would suggest young people pursue them, but at the same time, um, it's not for everyone. The it really isn't. It really isn't. The is primitive on that side, you know, um, it's not for the African child. You know, that's my biggest problem. I know you're very passionate about that. Please, please expand on that because impacting Africa is something that I'm very passionate about as well. I want to hear yeah. your perspective. So, um, the current education system is not for it's not for for the African child. It's too it's too diluted for the African child. You know, it doesn't help. Like the last time we're actually forced to, I don't know, read properly and and encouraged to read like grade six while well, that's in south africa you know and you know that's that's not right the books that we read are not right you know you know how is it possible there's a guy called credo muto that the kids don't know about an african and african um well, i can say he's a traditional a philanthropist and traditional healer you know okay. amazing books about being african what was happening before colonialism and you know um mm. africa is a very important subject for me 
you know, in the midst of everything that happens in South Africa, there's, a, there's this one president that used to say, in the midst of everything happening, there's still an African child that I'm worried about, you know. Uh, and that's just my stance on Africa right now is that I don't think I don't think the current leaders are, are worried about the the the, the middle the, the how can I put it the young black child. They how are. does that bleed? How does that bleed into how you operate? Because I think you know, like there's a lot of things coming from you know it's it's interesting living in South Africa, right? Coming from Zimbabwe, I moved here uh, about six years ago. You go from it's it's really. It's such a different cultural setting in that here, when you come here, there's a lot more um, room or acceptance towards blaming the system, right? And here's the thing. we The people in South Africa feel the same way about their government as, okay, not exactly the same, but the, we share the same sentiment as the people in Zimbabwe. Like, it's it's a country that was amazing at one point. Now it's probably one of the worst. Bottom, 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 bottom is the reason that we moved as well. And I've seen how, especially in South Africa, of course that is true. And there's there's so many systematic things in place that can limit someone's full potential. But yeah. coming from an accountability standpoint, somebody who's been lucky enough to have an opportunity like this, to have a platform, to have people that you want to listen to, that want to listen to you. I've always said, you know, like it's it's tough out there. Like like trust me, I know. I remember when my cousins first got DSTV, bro. When, yeah. we, when they first got DSTV, and the whole fam was around the lounge, and like it was such a momentous event because people were coming from like the slums, and now they had a TV, bro, in the suburbs. So like I really understand what you mean when you say that. Comma, when you live in a country like South Africa the conversation of the opportunity here is understated and yeah. accountability towards what we can do about that. Like the government, everybody, everybody complains about the government in every country, but what can we do? So I guess like my question to like, you is like, yeah, yeah sure. So like, well, I think your question would have been, I don't know, I kind of interjected, but like, how do I, how does that whole thing shape me? You know? Yeah. How uh, does that bleed into how you operate as, yeah. Thank you. So yeah. my thing is, bro, my thing is, it's like, nobody's going to give you anything for free. I don't expect anybody to give me anything for free. The system will always be the way it is. It'll always be messed up and you will always be complaining unless you don't want to stop complaining and dust yourself up, say, if the system and let's go at it every day. I don't know. If I have to try every single thing, that's like this. That's literally how I do things. If I have to try every single thing, and maybe like one works, I'll stick to that one and carry on going until yeah. I am at nobody's mercy, not even my government's mercy. I love that, that's bro. I'm going. That's that's how the whole system, educational system, bleeds out on my work, bro. Bro, I love that. I love that because it's pointing fingers. It's saying, you know what? Like, my mindset is, you know what? Actually, everything is my fault. Yeah. So that, and it sucks for two seconds. Then you're like, oh, wait, that means I'm in control. I can exactly. actually change it now. Exactly. Like, everything, everything that is happening in my life is my fault. It's nobody yeah. else. If, if, if I don't get that 10,000 rand next week, it is my fault. If yeah. I don't get 
I don't get a seat at that table. It is my fault. Nobody else's fault but mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's the that's the whole thing. You know, responsibility, accountability, and discipline. How liberating has that been for you in the things that you do? Like just being like, you know what? Everybody else says, "Fuck the system. I can't do this because of this," but it's on me. What? How? What does that do for you? Sometimes I'm unable to do it, and that's the truth. You know. Sometimes I'm unable to do it. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I won't be able to do it. Sometimes I sit in my bed and not want to wake up. It's hard. Yeah. It's ruining everything that they've taught you. Yeah. Life is all about relearning because at some point you have to relearn, restructure your mind because who knows? You shouldn't even be thinking like that. Are your opinions really yours? So to be quite honest, bro, I still struggle. You know, um, but liberating when it, it it does, you know, bear results in the duration of time. I I wanted to see the results, you know. But it's 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 reprogramming of your mind and digging really, yeah. Deep yeah, that's that's amazing, bro. Like I, I relate to that so much. I've had the pleasure that you have of staying at yeah. home and being able to build my thing whilst I'm at home. Yeah. And what that does, it like, like, let's be real about it. Like, as much as people talk about hustle culture and stuff, I don't know about your specific situation, but I'm completely blessed because I don't, I'm not paying rent. I'm, I'm 18, finished high school. I'm at home. I'm building the businesses, putting out my personal brand, wada, wada, wada. But I'm, I'm, I don't have bills to pay. And that's, yeah. I know sometimes I think about it. I'm like, is my back against the wall enough? You know, um, when you come to that point where you're like, am I doing enough? Yeah. I mean, that's. I, I feel like my biggest problem is like, I'm looking at like my ancestors and God, and I'm like, but I'm doing so much. Like, can you not see? And sometimes that immobilizes me, you know. Um, yeah. So you know, as much as I live at home, um, my dad like the reason why I actually started entrepreneurship was because I wanted my parents to stop supporting some of my 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 things, buying me data, you know, at like at fourteen. <laughs> that's all. You was like ah oh, please buy me data or please I-, I wanted to stop that so yeah responsibilities is you know that's why i work you know um yeah. the first thing when my credit score got good uh and everything was nice and i made my actual twenty thousand rand i went last year and bought myself a phone um so to increase my credit score i got it on contract you yeah. know and um you know i, I you know I pay for fiber. Um, I do all of these things, not because I have to, you know, um, but because I'm sort of like taking on responsibility, you know. I so, feel you. I know what so you mean. It enhances my being in 10 years from now, you know. I know what you mean. I remember yeah. telling my mom to stop paying for my gym membership because I just didn't want that anymore, bro. Yeah. And I didn't go to the gym for like a solid year. Cause I was just genuinely just getting my shit together, and I was gymming yeah. from home. Yeah. And now it's and, at that point, you know. I, it's sacrifices, honestly. You know, sometimes and, like, that's optional. You know, like we're yeah. blessed enough to say, "Mom, please stop." Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, man. Like that's 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 the blessing of this hustle. You know, I, I'm not I'm not from a well-off family. And that that is to be noted. You know, mm. I'm not a well family, but I've always 
the best because I've had hard workers around me, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I know if, what you mean. If you work hard and if you stay at it long enough, you know, you'll 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 come up with something in your in your hand, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I I relate to that so much, bro. Like, one thing that I've said is one one reason that I'm documenting is I don't want anybody to ever have any opportunity to say he always came from a rich family. I remember yeah. when we first moved here and it was seven of us in a three bedroom house and was sleeping on the floor. And my parents yeah. had to bust their ass, like just to give us a good education, to give us everything that they gave us, bro. So I, I really know what you mean when you say that. Getting to like the final last few minutes of this podcast, yeah. a conversation that I think is extremely important that I want to have with you is Web3. Web 3.0, blockchain, crypto, NFT space. I haven't spoken to you about this in the past, so I don't know how much of like inside you're in that space. But how how much in like time wise invested are you in Web three? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm touching on it. I'm studying it. Um, I'm studying it when I can. Um, on top of everything that I'm doing. Um, so. It's it's very it's a very crazy space, you know. It's a, it's a new space. Yeah, it's new. And um, I, I yo bro, I haven't like I spend like at least thirty minutes a day. Thirty is like max because it's usually I'm going through topics on Twitter and then diving onto Discord, um, mm. getting like updates on what's actually happening with especially crypto. Because uh, I have some of my money invested in crypto, you know, okay. I'll be the next two to three years. Um, so um, I've got a crypto portfolio. I don't, I haven't really got into the NFT space. It hasn't really made much sense to me as yet. Okay. Uh, and then obviously crypto, NFTs, not really. Um, and then all my other metaverse, metaverse, um, um, interactions with people and what's next, really. So, I mean, so, I get it. You're, you're actually operating a business, like you're you're doing stuff, and it's like you gotta allocate extra time. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So it's been crazy, but I've got a portfolio manager as well, so I don't need to worry about these things as much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is so, that is that eleven p.m. to two a.m. grind where it's like, like I genuinely believe with every part of my soul, after all the homework that I've done things that I've seen um, and literally how we're building our companies. I run my dropshipping e-commerce stuff by myself, but I have a music yeah. company with my best friend, Rocky. So yeah. obviously, you, you know, like music is going to be impacted by Web3 a lot. I, yeah. I genuinely believe Web3 is the future. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't know how that's going to play into an African economy yet. We need to figure it out and start doing it we need to like put money behind it. Um, like, bro, I'm, I'm so like projections for what we're about to make in this company. Um, we, okay. Let me, let me explain a little bit more. We're a music yeah. company. We sell uh, beats to artists and we put out content, helping artists and producers be independent, no longer yeah. need a label, mainly because of blockchain that has allowed us to do this where yeah. like, you don't need to go to a label and, and as an artist and get and lose 80% of your masters and your royalties when you can keep all of them or 90 and give some of them to your fans in an NFT project. Wild shit. Like 
I, I'd really want to get into a conversation with you about it like later on. Yeah. But yeah. um, the, we're spending an uncomfortable amount of time in that space, bro. Money being poured into NFTs, blockchain um, project and stuff like that. I really believe it's the future, bro. I believe everybody at, even in Africa, give it 10 to 12 years, will own something digitally via an NFT. And it will be in your public wallet and everybody will be able to see it. That's what yeah. I believe. Hmm. And it's an early space. These conversations are like, you know, like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm scouting for people to speak about this stuff with. You, you know? know, my thing is, bro, like, mm, like, especially with the, like, I, I, I go fully in into Web3 and, and everything because it, it, it blocks out the noise. It keeps you invested in that point. But, like, if you take a look outside, you know that there's people still doing construction companies. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, you see, with my thing is I'm an entrepreneur, bro. I stay by that, you know, and I'm always looking for opportunity, bro. Mm. Um, I'm always looking for opportunity, you know, Bill Gates is the biggest land. I'm sorry to, 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 to all my African entrepreneurs. And I, I don't really respect Bill Gates to make, to make him an example, but he's the largest land owner in America. Okay. Largest land owner. So, he understands the importance of land. Why does he understand it? We can go into that another time. I love Web3. I love the web space. I love the metaverse. But there is still real money with real things to be made. That's why I'm a multifaceted entrepreneur rather than a web developer on Web3, just a web developer on Web3. I can go into Web3. I can do these things, check these things out. And they're brilliant. And I love it. And I love NFTs. Sick. But I still wanna, I still wanna, you know, I still wanna spar. I still wanna. Play no, I mean, it. I get you. I get you. you. Know? So I, I feel like wanna... one one misconception that people have about Web three is that it's all about the metaverse. Like you know, when yeah. when you speak about your passion for Africa, I'm thinking about how blockchain is gonna allow people in Africa who aren't formally banked to send each other money, like yeah. without without all the. Like there's so many, like forget having like good banking solutions. People in yeah. Africa don't have banking solutions, period. And if yeah. blockchain can allow me and you to transact without an intermediary that's taking so much of the bag and so much processing yeah. time and da 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 I think it's an important conversation. I think those are the those are the projects I'm I'm spending most of the time on, you know. Yeah. And bro, like we need people like you, bro. We need we need people like you. We we need people who are gonna Start the initiative, you know. Um, we need people who are going to spark the conversation. There's definitely a kid out there, just like there's a kid out there looking for an entrepreneur. There's a kid out there looking to learn about the space, you mm. know. You know. So my thing is, that we need a you. We need a me. Yeah. You know. It's all of it's, us. People usually but, think it's it's or it gets and it's everybody. Bro, the top is lonely. We need to fill that shit up. I love that. I love that, bro. You know, the top is lonely. Let's fill it up. Let's hustle. Song All of us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Simple. Chasing that happiness. You know? It's ABC. Let's all go up together. And let's all handle. You know? And the world, the world needs every one of us, bro. Mm. All of if us. You do something, if you're trying to do something, yeah. the world needs you.
you know? That's that's why I'm like, why do people bash people who choose to do a nine to five or versus like being an entrepreneur? It's like, no, we need all of us, bro. We're going to need to take our kids to school and you're going to need to go to the doctor and all of that stuff. You yeah. know? Well, the world needs us. I feel it. People come to my podcast for a very specific reason. They either yeah. know, they either want to know how to grow their thing. They either yeah. want to come and be motivated. They want to learn about something new. I speak a lot in this podcast about NFTs, crypto, um, not so much crypto, NFTs, blockchain, where I think that's going from like the ground level up. I've got like yeah. a lot of content on that. Um, yeah. To everybody who's listening and who's watched however much of this that they've watched or listened on Spotify, Apple Music, they want to do something. Everybody's after something. And as I've, I've been paying attention to comments on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, it seems like the main thing is people just want freedom. They want to be able to do what they want whenever they want all the time. They want to be happy human beings. What yeah. is something that you have to say to someone who says, I've got goals, I've got dreams, I've got aspirations, and I and I want to go after them, and there might be some things that are stopping me mentally or whatever. What is someone standing in front of you right now and saying, Apile, just give me a word, bro. Give me a word. Just tell me something. I want to chase my shit. Um, if it gets difficult, cry for five minutes, not more than five, and never stop. That's I love it. that. I love that. Because you're going to fall. You're going to fall. You're going to cry. Um, it is going to hurt. But if you stop, if you stop, you die. Yeah. And I don't want any of you to die. I don't want anybody here to die with dreams. You know? Um, I don't want anybody to die dead to their own word. I wish this could work. Oh, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. You know? Yeah. What I would say to an individual or to a person is, cry for five minutes, it will hurt. Trust me. And then once you've done that, don't stop. Can't ever give up. Yeah. Don't, don't ever give up. Don't, not even for a second. Don't let anybody see you fall. You know? That's what I. Would, that's exactly what I would say, because that's exactly what I say to myself in the middle. I love that, bro. I can tell you care about people. I share the same sentiment. So, everybody's got it tough. Yeah, that's true. If you care just a bit more, you might actually make someone's day. Yeah, I love that, bro. Apile, it's been an incredible forty-seven minutes with you on this Please. podcast. I'm. I'm very happy. Thank you again. Uh, for accepting my invitation to come and do this. It's been amazing to have you on here. Um, I hope everybody who listened got some value from this podcast, something that you can take away, something practical. You can go ahead into your life and implement. Um, Any last words, bro? Um, Don't stop reading. Don't stop learning. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) People can take away everything from you, but they can never take away what's in here. My name is Apil Ndaba, the greatest entrepreneur to come out of Africa, and I'm coming for everything. God bless.